Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, it's time to get your brick on. Wow, it's so weird to say that. Um, welcome to South Podcast, where we are anything but silent. I am one of your hosts for the Lego Masters coverage here on South Podcast. This is a brand new thing for us. I'm very excited. And joining me uh, to talk about Lego this season is Josh. Hey, Mark. Glad to be here. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a, it's been exciting um, since. Lego Masters um, holiday special ended, and we talked the boon, which got a lot of views on the YouTube page, which is always very nice. Um, I went to Legoland uh, in New York. Um, very cool. And I met Nick and Stacy for a moment. That was really nice. They were both very, very nice. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm now engaged, and we build Lego often, and we have a great time. How are you, Josh? I'm doing wonderful it, you know mark honestly since that last recording we've had both we both have some big life <laughs> updates so i first yeah. wanted to say mark congrats to you on your engagement so excited thank you 
Thank you. And I want to say congratulations to you on the baby. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're I'm I'm glad to be back with you. It's a totally new uh season for both of us, but yeah, yeah. not just for us, but for Lego Masters as well. So and no, I'm I'm yeah. very pumped to be in the season of Lego Masters. Fall is upon us, you know. Um, a lot of good stuff going on right now. Fun to talk about the show. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like, I think what's great about Lego Masters is you know exactly what we're going to get when you turn on the TV. Like, Will Arnett's going to be making some very good jokes. The, the Amy and Jamie are becoming incredible, like more co-hosts than not. Um, and while still being incredibly uh, inspiring for people. Um, and like they always cast such interesting, awesome characters for the show. Like, and you get that from like the jump. You get like I feel like whenever Lego Masters starts, like the intro for the season is so much like Amazing Race. It's like a warm hug of like, oh my god, I feel great, you know? Yeah, no, I I, I love it. Um, you know, as soon as we started too, my wife turned to me when we were watching the first episode. She was like, oh man, I can't wait to see Amy's uh, you know, outfits each episode. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like I like what you're saying. It's like the the hosts seem to be really establishing themselves and their character. It feels a little bit, you know, going back in like the beginnings of like Survivor, you know, Jeff Probst, maybe a little bit like robotic, a little mm-hmm. bit like, you know, a uh, little um by the books. And uh-huh. then as the seasons go on, you get to see his personality like shine and come through. And I feel like that's what we're experiencing with Lego Masters. You know, Will Arnett is Will Arnett. Like he yeah. came pretty much fully formed. <laughs> and uh, but, you know, like I, I love seeing Jamie and Amy kind of like you're saying, come out of their shell, even like the feedback that they're they're given. They seem so much more comfortable just like yeah. giving very like constructive feedback and then also like again with their personalities just having fun out there so yeah i think we're 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 doing well running into season four here with like just you know everything the show's given us i think what's also really exciting is like the upgrade to the prize like the prize has always been a hundred thousand dollars but the fact that they're that they're that like i literally was like, holy crap uh when they announced that um the prize is also your build is now so that like you or i can actually buy yeah, no, I'm so glad you brought that up because I that was a shock to me. That is that's huge. I mean, that's that's incredible. Like you just get straight to the shelf, you know, like that you whatever. I I'm assuming it's like their 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 crown, the last build that yeah. they make to win the last episode, right? That's the one that's gonna be like sold out on the marketplace. Like I'm really curious, is it gonna be like the full like five thousand piece version? Yeah, really get that. Like because like for example, like Nick and Stacy last year when that with that amazing bookshelf with like lots of little trinkets on it and that's easily like at least a ten thousand piece build like yeah would it be, or would it be like a two thousand piece version which would still be impressive but you know obviously more affordable and easier to do yeah i don't know i i'm i'm very curious i i think it's a great final prize to be honest i just know like even when talking with boone right when we talked with him yeah. in our last you know the, after the holiday special like you know it's a really big process and journey to become like an actual like set you know build designer like he was saying about how like most people don't have anything that they come up with come to like market i think within like two years of being yeah. like a lego you know uh master designer i, I forget exactly the right <laughs> terminology but whatever Boone is, like he was just saying that it's like, you know, it takes some time even after you get hired by the company to do this for you actually to get stuff to, mm-hmm. you know, um, be sold. So huge prize. Uh, very excited for the winning team, you know, uh, whoever gets to take home that prize and get their stuff yeah. out there. Um, I think we should talk about like a little bit more about the intro for the season. Then we'll talk about the contestants. 
Um, I for those watching at home or listening, these episodes won't go longer than 40 minutes. Um, Lego Masters, as great as it is, it's more about watching the builds than anything. But like obviously, Josh and I will be uh, talking about the fun of the episodes and the cool, interesting uh, things that we'll learn about these amazing uh, contestants. Yeah, Mark, when you said you were going to talk about the intro of everything, I think you're going to say, like, <laughs> they're going to make a bunch of number four puns like they did, <laughs> like Will did, to start off oh, the episode. <laughs> Just after a nice eight-hour workday, be like, hey, I got all the four uh, I don't have yeah. puns. I'm not a pun person. Uh, <laughs> okay. I make dumb jokes, but not puns. Um, I yeah. think, like, what I'm really excited about when I saw the intro for the season was the things that are, like, most highlighted where the Cirque du Soleil thing sounds really interesting. I wonder how that's going to be. Uh, inside the season uh i think the volcano aspect of it sounds really fun um and i'm intrigued which is going to happen next week the cat episode so one of the animals involved it's always cute and it's always fun yeah no that dog episode from before when they did like the best in show uh episode so yeah i we'll see with cats cats obviously are harder to train and harder to deal with so i think it'll be a little bit more chaotic but super fun i'm sure Uh, yeah it'll be it'll be good I'm yeah. so excited. I'm just like, I'm, I don't even, you know, who, who knows what weeks are ahead of us outside of those ones that they, they really yeah. previewed. Um, but I, I, I'm just here for it. Lego is so fun. I have no idea how to build any of these things that they're building. Um, yet, like just the surprise of what people are able to come up with, even this week, we'll talk about it, obviously, but like, yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm so excited. Let's, let's talk about the contestants. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So uh, starting off, I got uh, Aubrey and Brian. They're a married couple with three kids. Uh, they build Legos with their kids. So I'm like, this is like the this is like the um, the thing about Lego Masters is I feel like they like to play the archetypes a lot. Um, they like to cast the same types of people, which is not a bad thing. But they've gone through this um, well of like interesting married couple. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, that's like in their 30s or so that has kids and plays and has played Lego their whole life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't get, obviously there's a lot of people on this episode to start with, right? Mm-hmm. This, the, the show starts to thin out, characters start to become more and mm-hmm. more main characters. And so we didn't see, I don't feel like a ton of them like this episode, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, they're, um, I, they are, like you're saying, there have been couples like on the show before. Yeah. Season one had a very functional couple, yeah. you know, that did very well. So like, I, I think... I personally would never do something like this with my wife because I like being a couple. (laughs) I can't imagine the stress of doing this with your, you know, with a married partner, Um, especially when they said they're like, you know, like they have three kids. I'm like, how does this logistically like if we get to talk, if they do win, like my first question is gonna be like, what do you do with your kids while you're doing this? I don't know. I just don't know how that works. Does one kid like work on the car? Does one kid work on the like structure? Yeah. Like I just mean, what are their kids doing while they're filming? I mean, like what are like, like I just, I don't know. Again, dad brain now. Like I'm just like logistics. Like how does this, how does this work? (laughs) It's like, we see like your kid off in the corner, just like in a little, like in like basically a playpen. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's strange. Um, but they, they, I feel like they'll be around a while, so I'm excited to see what we see from them in the future. Um, we've got Tim and Tim, uh, also as the Texas Tims. Second season in a row where we've had two guys with the same name um, and similar <laughs> look because right. we had Steven and Steven last season. Um, these guys seem like they're like the, a fun take on the um, like the you know like the older guy kind of character in the season, and they um, they're definitely know the Lego. They have like little nameplates, which I thought was really cute. Yeah. 
No, the Timinators. I'm here for them. They they seem really fun. And um, again, we we will get to know. I'm sure you know them better as the season goes on. But uh, yeah, it is weird. Like you're pointing out, just like how like Lego Masters really likes their certain archetypes, and the yeah. fact that we have two of these like like I don't know middle aged guys that kind of look similar, both have the same names, and like have like. Yeah, I, that's a very specific casting archetype that they've now fulfilled two seasons in a row. Yeah. Um, and then we have Allison and Melanie, uh, two best friends from college um, that went to music school together. Um, I really like their vibe. We'll talk about their building in a bit, but I thought that they were like really fun, good energy, kind of like how I feel like I would be on the show, honestly. Yeah. Uh, my number one rule in life and as well as applies to Lego masters here when it comes to ukuleles is if you're going to bust one out, you have to be good at it. And, uh, you know, they, they definitely were able to pull it off. Cause I just, I, you know, I don't know if yeah. you've been at a party when someone busts out a ukulele, oh, it's sorry. not always uh, <laughs> like a welcomed, you know, like a musical interlude there. And I think that they actually, they seem fun. Um, I just, my seek, my, thing about lego masters right like is that like their secret sauce is sincerity uh-huh. and at first i thought like okay when they pull out the ukulele it's a little bit of a gimmick but then like you said they met the music uh in music school like they, they this is their shtick this is their thing and so like it didn't feel like uh inauthentic or like they were just trying to like i don't know like promote their music on the side or something i think now, it's just like part yeah. of their personalities now i'm curious like, what kind of instrument at a party would not annoy someone because like a ukulele in my mind is like probably the closest to something that would not annoy someone because like obviously you have a guitar you're oh you're horrible to begin with you know um you have a sex one it's like cool you're trying to seduce me uh i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah no i just think i think ukes can often i'm not saying this this you know if you're a uke player that it's like i feel like it's like a beginner level instrument a lot of yeah. times so like it's an easier thing to pick up so if somebody busts out a saxophone, to be honest, I assume that person's done like 10 years of like saxophone, like, you know, like, but when I see a ukulele, I'm like, did this person go on one trip, you know, like uh white Lotus style to Hawaii, get really into the culture there and then come home with a uke and now thinks they can play, you know, Island in the sun. And then, you know, that's the only song. And I think they're, they're going to impress people. I mean, so sorry. Sorry for the uke rant, but you know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's totally fine. I mean, honestly, if we don't do it now, then when are we going to do it? Right. <laughs> uh, this one's going to be interesting. Um, David also knows Pappy, our third time hearing the name Pappy on the show and Ben. Um, wow. This is, this is, this is a fun duo. They feel like they're from a different time period. Uh, he, uh, if I'm not mistaken in the intro, they mentioned that he has like, a model a that he's had since like 1929 yeah um and ben is clearly like the person that knows lego out of the two of them um and like they show a couple of his builds i'm very intrigued by this duo like either they're gonna be amazing or they're gonna be very interesting yeah 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 i liked uh, ben he he had clearly rehearsed this or they used it in casting you know like yeah he taught me how to like work on cars all my life and now it's my turn to help him you know learn how to you build with lego so yeah. i i think i mean i Again, I just love how sincere the show is. Like, I love when, like, you can just tell, like, people are there with people they really, you know, love and know. Like, they're, you know, they're family members or grandpas, whoever, you know, like, they're this guy's out there with his pappy and, like, building Lego. And I just think, like, that's, like, the heart of the show when they get these kind of relationships building out there. So, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely very excited to see uh, not only, like, builds, but just, like, I don't know, get to know them a little bit. Because they are, like, they do feel like you're saying, like, out, literally out of a different like century they're wearing like paper <laughs> newspaper boy outfits basically and i'm like okay i respect it um 
Next, we have um, some of a team that we'll be talking a little more about this week, uh, Nina and Sam, uh, mother and son. Um, it seems like she loved Lego from, for a long time and then bought him for a sandwich. I'm like, I think it's one of my favorite kinds of archetypes of Lego Master, like the intergenerational play and the um, true love from both generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I mean, we'll talk, I'll save the discussion about the build later, but just, I love that they, you know, went a little bit into their backstory, how she, you know, like Will's like saying like, oh, is he going to teach you about Lego? And she's like, you know, like I've loved Lego, like I loved Lego before him. Like I'm the one that bought him his first set. Like I I couldn't tell exactly if she was saying like, I got him into Lego by buying that first set or if it was like she loved Lego already. I'm sure we'll find out more, but either way, obviously like, you know, she's no amateur here. Like she's already proved she has nothing else to prove the rest of the show. Like by, you know what they were already able to accomplish together. They they're one of the teams I feel like to look out for at least a little bit in the season. Um, I could see them placed in the top half easily. Um, yeah. Yeah, Uh, no, definitely. Next, uh, is Mike and Brad, a, a married couple that have the exact same style. Um, it seems like Brad owns a Lego store, like a, like a used Lego store, and got Mike into the world of Lego too. Um, yeah, very, very sweet couple. Um, this is another archetype that happens on the show that I'm always happy. Like one of the things I love about Lego Master is the fact that there's like true diversity in the casting. Yeah, no, absolutely. And even if it's again, like you're saying, we've seen this archetypes of people before. Um, Steven and Steven and Tim and Tim. And then, you know, we've seen middle-aged older gay couples before. Like it's, it just, it's like, I like what I love is when people have this like really sincere bond and getting to see them share that together over Lego. So I really don't care. Like you're saying, and it's beautiful when that is in all different types of relationships, friendships, you know, romantic partnerships um, and versions of those things that look different, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, obviously feel for Mike and Brad this episode, but I, I really hope that they had a, you know, a really great epi- episode here. They uh, seem like they experience. had a good experience yeah. from, yeah, yeah. Maybe not the best episode, but I feel like it seems like they were happy at the end. Yeah. Um, considering no, everything that happens, which we'll talk about later. Um, next, uh, Paul and Nalita, uh, brother and sister from uh, uh, Wisconsin, I think they said. Um they're like the fun, spunky brother and sister, like clearly like an age a year or two apart. Um, and they like they grew up playing Lego, and it's like one of those cool like it, I love I really love seeing like young adults on the show just being like, yeah, man, I was raised on Lego. Like it, yeah. it, it validates me going down the Toys R Us aisle as a kid, being like, Mom, I want that, and then like getting it bought, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I uh, my relationship with my sister with Legos was I would get Lego sets, you know, like these complex ones that I'd be excited to build. And then my sister, who's like two years younger than me, would come in and just destroy all of them. And so uh, (laughs) playing Legos with my sister was about keeping her away from them. It does not seem like the same relationship that Paul and uh, Neely have together. But yeah, I mean, we didn't get much from them, but I liked what what I saw. I mean, maybe not the most complex build, but I thought they were really cool. Yeah, Um, definitely. Next after that was... Uh, from the set that I got from was Emily and Kelly, two mothers that are both married to a man named John. Not the same John. Not <laughs> the same John. Uh, <laughs> they made that very clear. Yeah. Um, and you do see photos of their families, and it's not the same husband for both. Uh, they, they're fun. Um, Emily just keeps getting sidetracked by why I make friends with everyone. I'm like, that's really, a, that's cute. Cause, like, my brain's like, can't you like do that in like the 
what not during the 10 hour builds but like you know off camera and be like we're friends only like the off days you know yeah emily's the one with the long hair and kelly's the one with the short hair yeah yeah kelly had like an intensity to her that like you could tell like oh she's God, competitive yeah. you know they kept flashing to her making some like very like competitive faces and it's not a knock to her like i'm 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 ready to see some kelly you know competitive nature come out hopefully obviously like you know there's no awkward moments or anything between them i hope that they leave friends and you know they can still get together with their johns you know after the show's over (laughs) but but yeah you could just tell kelly is like you know she has that competitive fire at her like Uh just we don't even know these people yet very well and you just know by like the the faces she's serving and like, I love, I like, I, I know Lego Masters is a lot like the Amazing Race, where the people all dress up similarly to a certain extent, and uh, them and their pink coats is like, like the most adorable forty plus year old mother energy that you just have to love. Yeah, it's perfect. It's the pink ladies. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, next, you have uh, Jordan and Chris. I believe they were deployed when they met. I'm not sure, but um, they both are. No, no, they met. They met uh, through a. Um, an online well, forum uh, online or something, message you think. board, yeah. yeah. Um, and they both love building Lego castles. Um, yeah, and they remind me so much of David and Richard from season two. Like same energy, uh, same creative builds. I'm very intrigued by them. I feel like that they're one of the ones that I, I've earmarked in my mind for like going very far in the season. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the fact that they already have experience building complex you know structures and stuff like yeah whether or not it sounds like they were mocks not like you know like sets right out you know off the shelf and yeah. so um I, I yeah and they seem really fun and i feel like people whose relationship ha- is started and bonded over lego seem to do really well on the show mm-hmm. like they you know that if that's they like can the foundation say exactly how they are Exactly. Yeah. I was going to bring them up. Yeah. No, last season, right. We saw Nick and Stacey just dominate and like they, they became partners, friends or whatever, you know, because of, uh, because of their shared love of Lego and that's how they connected. Um, and so I think just like Jordan and Chris are probably like my like early favorites to win this show if I had to just guess, but they yeah. also seem like great personalities. So it's not somebody who like, I'm going to be bummed if they make it far by any It's kind of like, uh, like Boone and Mark went, when in there for, in Boone's first season, like we're like, oh, this team is fun. Like, because I remember in the beginning, you didn't get much of them until like I'd say episode three or so. Um, yeah. I remember I was rewatching the early episodes of his stuff to prep when we interviewed him, and I was like, oh man, okay, I like he is like you got the glimmers of the goodness, and you're like, wow, these people are interesting. Hopefully, they do well, and we'll yeah. find out, you know. Yeah, um, no, definitely standout potential, but Mark, we got to get to the next pair here who are the clear standouts from episode one i'm i'm hoping we're i don't know if we're on the same list but i know we're on the same list so far okay. we have been karen and amy holy <laughs> shit the grannies the grannies the grannies are so good like yeah they have by far the best build uh, a lot of issues happen but they are amazing uh one of them has 24 grandkids one of them born on the first day of production uh, they only had like three, but like, um, I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. No, they're 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 great. I just like, I, I I mean, you just again ageism on my end, but I just did not think they were going to be that competitive. I know that their build didn't quite float and all that stuff, but like the look of it and the creativity 
like was so great yeah yeah so i I really hope yeah yeah i really hope the technical stuff isn't an issue for them because i feel like they've got the creativity down they're very fun personalities and they're they were just by far the biggest surprise like for me you know and yeah by far and i have a i have a thought about their build and stuff later which i'll save but just like again if they've proved anything they needed to prove in this first episode for you know for me I mean, this is one of those archetypes that you. I think we've gotten every season in Lego Masters, uh, uh, grandparents or, or grandmas or whatever. Um, and um, this is a very different version of that, and a very welcome version of it. And I'm very excited to see what they what they what they bring because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they're the stars for me for sure. Going into episode one or going into episode two. Um, next, we got uh, Christopher and Robert. Two people that when I was watching the episode the first time, I thought were actually brothers, but they actually are just tech bros. Um, yeah. And that's exactly what they are. Uh, I think it's really fascinating that Christopher has 7,800 Lego sets and has not really done too many mocks. Um, I I wrote down what a mock was because I want to make sure that we got that definition out there, which is the uh, my own creation, which is like what they do on the show. Not yeah. just like what I do, which is like build a build a Lego house or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said Kelly had that competitive fire in her from the beginning. Very clear that Christopher does as well. Mm-hmm. I've never seen in the four seasons anybody run as hard and as fast as Christopher between his Lego building station and you know the uh, Legos over there yeah. uh, that they get they can use. Um, and so yeah, he needs to like be a little careful. Like I got nervous watching him. Um, but yeah, Christopher and Robert, I think that they yeah they they clearly have some some game. Christopher seems like you know much more of the the Lego fanatic, uh, like yeah. you mentioned, like his collection is going for like the Guinness world record. So um, I hope he got it by now because otherwise his competition watching the Lego masters is going to know that he's coming for their crown. So somebody, <laughs> if they already have it, you know, I mean, they're watching this show, like, what, eight months out. So hopefully, yeah. you know, yeah, he better have done it by now. Cause otherwise the word's going to be out that he's coming for whoever's crown that is, that has the most, you know, Lego sets. Yeah. My one so, issue with this team, I felt like they were a little more of a put upon team. Like they were putting out like a different kind of energy than I thought that that, that felt natural, but um, I'm very intrigued by what they do because I do think they have one of the more cooler builds uh, when you get to the build portion. Yeah, I mean, I think the like ideal situation, right, is when you have people who are really good at the Lego and then really fun personalities. You know, not everyone can like be a ten out of ten in both categories. So yeah. Sometimes it's like you know one or the other. So yeah, for me, you're right. Like I think that like I see a lot of potential in the Lego builds, um, but I want to see a little bit more in the the personality character side, side yeah. of thing. Yeah, character side, exactly. Um, this is the one that we I think got the least on, uh, which is Lewis and Alex, uh, both teachers from my hometown, Miami, Florida. Um, they're both dressed in uh, shirts and ties, and um, they're very they're they're they seem like they're having a nice time. Yeah, yeah, they're they're here to get a four on season four. I remember that uh, pun. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't really remember too much um, from their uh, first episode here. But... I mean, we'll talk about their build later. But like, yeah, it's they seem like they're gonna they might go early, uh, considering what the season is. But um, you know, I feel like that the teams that are put together by their job are always a little bit more handicapped in that regard for me, at least. But I mean, I'm always excited to see how they turn out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Should we talk about like the bulk of the episode now before we get to the uh oh well, oh did we even talk about the actual challenges, did we? No, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh it's the episode's called uh Brick Lake, and it's all about their they got they got a pontoon that they can build their actual boat on, and they have 10 hours to make an actual Legos like a Lego boat that would tell a little bit of their story and their personality, and also a story as uh Jamie and Amy always want to see. And also the most important one of the most important things is since it is a boat and it is gonna be in water, it has to be able to float. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like uh like we've seen obviously different type of like motorized things, cars and stuff that they've built before. Um, and I th- we've had a few floating things before, but I don't know if we've, we've seen like an RC boat yet on the show. So I honestly I'm like, how many seasons are gonna go before they like repeat challenges? Because like it's I'm just impressed every time that they come up with these fun challenges, um, like you know, with every episode. Yeah. It's really cool. Like I know that from my understand, I feel like some of the Lego master seasons and the, because there's so many different international versions now that they sometimes recycle within each other. But mm, um, yeah. I think it's, I'm really intrigued. Uh, I just think the show always has such cool ideas and it's always fun to see how they use the ideas. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about like the actual bulk of the episode, like the actual building stuff. Um, I do you want to bring up anything specific? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like a specific build that jumps out to me. Well, like in the bulk of the act, like the episode of them actually building B Cypher, obviously, Mike and, mm-hmm. and Brad, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment, anyways. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I love, I mean, I just, I, we can't say it enough. Will Arnett is a just uh, American treasure. Actually, he's Canadian, so I can't even say American. Like, he just is an international <laughs> gem of a person. And, and now the leader knows who he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, Will is, Will's the best. And I just like, I would, kill just to be doing improv with him out there you know just yeah. like i don't like the lego part would be so fun in of itself but then the fact that you're just like will arnett's just chopping it up with you you know just making jokes and you're just getting to bounce stuff off him like that you know like the footage that they that they leave off the table like there's got to be so much gold that they can't even like put into the episode it's just like i feel like the show is exactly what it wants to be you know what yeah. i mean like it's very much like hey we have fun but also like you're gonna learn stuff about lego and also like you're gonna see some really cool builds and i think that's like really important i think it's also really cool seeing the growth of will arnett as a host for the show yeah he's fully formed since episode one but also i feel like he's taken on like interesting um empathetic stance um while like that i think all three of them have gotten more empathetic like and also like amy amy's outfit this is incredible you know we've talked about how amazing (laughs) outfits are she's in this beautiful yellow business suit um but it's just, it's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's Will Arnett. I, it just makes such a big difference when the host is clearly invested in the yeah. show and he's an executive producer. Like he, and I've heard him on smart list. Like his, you know, the, you know, I don't know if you've ever, if anybody's listening to this, they haven't heard of smart list. It's one of the most popular podcasts in the world and it's hosted by Will Arnett. And um, he loves Lego masters. Whenever he talks about it on that podcast, like he's like, he's really passionate about this. He's not just some phone it in Hollywood star who like just gets his paycheck. Like he is invested in making the show better. He promotes it. He loves it. He again, puts his money where his mouth is with being a producer on it. And like, 
yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of Will. I think as far as um, specific moments from the show goes, um, I mean, I know we're going to talk about the just the builds themselves, but it was hard to watch during the process of Mike and Brad just struggle from the beginning. Like what six other hours not? of doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, I felt so bad for them. Like just I, 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 the 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 mental block that they just hit. Like I I know we've seen that before on this show, um, but just to have it on the first challenge, like it just, yeah. I just I I just I felt really bad for those guys. Because I feel like most time when people have mental block in the show lasts up to two hours. Yeah. Uh, but like I feel like it would not have ended if Jamie and Amy didn't come up to them and be like, so where are you guys at? And then like, they're like okay, so that's a good idea. And then they like, I think considering <laughs> what they did with that amount of time, pretty impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that they had like a fully formed boat, you know. A weird uh, shape boat, but like the, it was like fully formed. And I feel like that they did a great job of telling the story of it was really cool and like it was like also meaningful with like the whole um with the engagement ring yeah callback the for them there. and just it's it was really rough like watching everyone be like hey we're having fun lego masters building with brick you know and then like um so how about this idea <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So it was rough. I mean, that's the thing. So when you're talking about moments before the reveal of the builds and stuff, that's the part that just like, yeah, was was hard to watch. But you know, that's part of the show is it's a real competition. Yeah. And like when there's, you know, it's not scripted, it's real. I mean, people are struggling out there, and they that's what they showed of Mike and Brad. And it made mm-hmm. sense, you know, when they're telling the story of the episode that that's what I mean. That's the big was. story of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that I feel like that's a common thing in some episodes where it's like. Are the are you a winner or are the bricks gonna win? And most of the time, the bricks win. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess we should just talk about the actual how the challenge went. Uh, like, okay, so some of the builds. Um, let's. Uh, I. Uh, hmm. Okay, what were you? Should we talk about all the builds? You think, or just the ones that I find <laughs> the most interesting? You know, the show didn't really even show us much of some of the builds so i think it's fine if we just touch on you know uh the ones that really stood out to us and the ones that were big for the episode all right so let's talk about the grannies first i feel like because they had a build that i feel like while we were watching the episode you're like there's no way it's gonna come out as cool as as it could be the idea yeah. is the old lady in the shoe on as a boat one of the yeah. grandmas has swine for grandkids um and you're like you're seeing it like you don't really get a good look at this boat until like their time uh, to show it at the end, and it is so impressive. Like they're like shoelaces coming out, shooting at different directions. And it's a very busy, very cool boat. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, so I said I was going to come back to their build specifically, and the thought that I had is just like it's very rare that like if you like fail a challenge, like the the minimum required requirement, like which was basically to make it float, right? And they couldn't do that. Yeah. Like your build has to be legit like otherwise if it's not able to pass the technical like part of the challenge and so like their boat was so creative and cool looking and told their story it it, it checked all the boxes except for technically floating and so mm-hmm. i'm i'm glad jamie and amy prioritized that you know over them just like okay you're automatically disqualified because you guys can make it float so i um because it just you just you can see so much more potential in their partnership uh-huh. and in their their abilities um than even some of the other groups that, like, you know, again, made it technically, but didn't take as big of a risk with what they I were mean, building. Lewis and Alex, I think it's the easiest one to talk about, where it's, like, very good, but no risk. And they even brought that up in their critique. It was uh, after the school teacher uh, tiki party. 
and like yeah. it looked cool how like, a floating apple sign and it said no kids and like it had like the right energy but like it was just a very simple easy build yeah no it's very I, yeah. you could see some of them went for like the very low to the ground very flat builds and so again weren't going to take a risk and maybe that's the right play on episode one is just you know make something that's not going to get you last place but yeah it's not really you know going to get you airtime either yeah um i personally really love the uh octopus uh boat uh for for allison and um just because i thought it was like really fun and like it was a really cool story and i love the bright poppy colors they're like a really cool purple brick that's so much yeah. like color to our purple brick below you right there but yeah it was just it was what i want it's like what that type of team does like it's like a big fun build yeah i yeah and totally i thought before we even got to them when i just you, they flash over all of them mm-hmm. like i legitimately thought they were gonna win because it stood up the most it like popped like clearest like in a quick scan over all of them um, I thought that, you know, the, the judges made a good, you know, like point, which was, again, like I said, like they're really d- given some good constructive feedback these days about like how the octopus is hidden behind the, the ukuleles there. Like they could have elevated some stuff, which would have been riskier to build it up off of the platform a little bit mm-hmm. more. But again, they went to that low, like, you know, lower to the ground, which is going to be less risky with it floating rather than being top heavy. So I get like what, why they did that probably, but um yeah they're gonna have to i mean again first week maybe it's not the week to to get that octopus up off the ground but uh future weeks are gonna have to take some more risks to really get past this these these tough rounds yeah um i absolutely love jordan chris's uh castle themed one with the knights uh and like the spinning bats and everything like that i'm like these guys are gonna be really interesting i think throughout the season and i'm really excited to see what they do yeah no no question you just again you can just see the potential for like what's coming with some of the the capabilities yeah. of some of these groups and there's definitely jumped out as me at me is okay maybe it's not the best one this week but like you know they have game uh-huh um i want we should probably bring up like a couple more before we talk about who wins um i thought uh christopher and robert with the um uh with the pagoda pitch thing was really fun yeah. um like they did a really good job for people that uh, don't do mock builds too often. And I thought it was really fun that the investors were dancing and it was really cool. And like it told their story in such a fun way. Yeah. And I think also they did a really good job on telling the like little stories of that party really well. Like the, the fact that they, you know, you could either make it seem a little too businessy with the pitch part or the too, partying with the party part so you could get kind of lost or even like you know the pagoda itself could overtake everything like they they combined everything really well and i felt like the, like the little dancing um investors was a beautiful touch but just in general i feel like they nailed like the little tiny details within the larger build so good on them because mm-hmm. i think and then pitch party pagoda pagoda pitch party whatever it is uh, (laughs) is a very memorable name even though i'm getting it wrong right now it's still like the only name i think of any of the boats that i'm anywhere close to being able to recite pina luau oh i remember the bear shack because yeah the yeah yeah there you go um yeah let's uh talk about the ones that ended up in the bottom uh which uh was the bear shack uh by mike and brad um it was a very weird shaped RV. Like uh, dimensions made it look way too tall. I, again, the story inside of it was really cool, but it was very incomplete feeling mainly because six hours of the episode was them just staring off the 
and trying to figure out how to get their idea on 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 the brick. Yeah. No, I I genuinely like just felt bad for them. Like I said, like you know, they just hit this brick wall, and um, it unfortunately produced something that looked like it was just built in four hours. Like I'm sure if they had this idea and just ran with it from the beginning, they could have really filled in a lot of that dead space that was there. Um, but I actually, you know, like again, props to them for like doing something that was up high. I just think that's like tougher to do. Like mm-hmm. it, again, like they didn't, they knew probably that they were behind, so at least they took some risk to make it like a little bit technically more difficult to drive the boat to have it float um but yeah you could just tell it was sparse i mean there was no this was the least suspenseful send-off you know of any episode really like you know in a long time i mean the one that was in the second place also uh victory is the name of the boat right if not mistaken uh which is emily and kelly um and i thought it was a cool boat um it just had a lot of Hike to it that didn't really need it, and it obviously didn't tell the story too well, which is really what dinged them the most, um, because that's just the way that was. Yeah, I mean, I I think that they their boat was fine. I don't. We'll see what kind of game they have going forward. I just thought it was like it was very fine, and I'm glad that they were in the bottom over again the Grammys, uh, just because I felt like again it was safer. And um, didn't really push the limits as far as what they could be doing. So um, I didn't really think that they were at risk of going home. I just was kind of yeah. glad that like it was shown. It was kind of like a shot across the bow for all the teams that like you gotta you gotta like you gotta take a little bit more risk. You gotta really put a little bit more of the uh, the effort into like the, the details and stuff for it to be you know to really be good at this yeah. competition. And I mean, if we're gonna talk about risk, we gotta talk about the winners, Nina and Sam, with their amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Tea Party Troll, I think it was. Um, yeah. Uh, amazing. The Like the teacup at the top was moving and Granny was the DJ and like it like had a really nice uh, flair to it. They talk about their Pujambi history and it was just. Yeah. It was cool. No, it was perfect. It was it was exactly like what you wanted. I mean, not only did it tell their story super clearly, super well, like it, it had a cultural element to it. It was about them and their family. Um, it technically was very impressive with the like, yeah, the moving teapot and then the the structure of the build itself. But also, it was just like bright and fun. Like Lego Masters is, is supposed to be fun, right? And so, mm-hmm. like the fact that they really lean into like making it colorful, like that's you know, again, um, what Jamie and Amy, you know, the couple of the different. I think they had this comment twice. Was like they were worried about people like having these kind of barren designs and i just think that like this one was just like there's no question that it was like clearly like um the little details were thought through but also like the colors of all the things like just really popping i just yeah no it was a great first build for this Mm -hmm. team yeah and like that's it that's the first episode i mean i'm really excited to see how these teams grow um how they take feedback how they are the next week and the week after. I mean, next week is the cat episode, which I'm very excited to see. Since like they're building like a uh, cat, uh, a structure for the cat, not like not like the dog show where they're like getting the essence of the dog, but they're building a thing that a cat would want to be in. And I'm really intrigued to see what these players come up with. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like <laughs> I, I I had a friend who once worked in customer service for a company that sold high end cat furniture. Oh, okay. God. So yeah, your your reaction is exactly what uh, their story was, which was dealing with the most difficult people in the world. You know, people who not only <laughs> are cat people, which I'm kind of biased against. Yeah. Uh, sorry, all you cat people out there. 
I'm definitely a dog person. But high-end cat people, a little bit more difficult to work with. Um, and uh, I just, when I was looking at this build, I just like, uh, I, I just worried, hopefully this isn't going to hit the markets. This isn't going to be the Lego mock that gets sold, you know, like nationwide. Because otherwise the Lego customer service people are going to hate their lives. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, we want them to be happy. Uh, everyone in Lego seems like a very happy person. Uh, even if Will Arnett is not the CEO yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's always fun when they just have introduced a little chaos into things. So the kittens, the cats being there, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I just know we're going to get an adorable Will Arnett, you know, moment next week. And, uh, that'll be, you know, that'll make the episode in and of itself. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's uh, wrap up. Um, how can people follow you? Anything interesting coming up for you, Josh? Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I um, I will be covering Survivor this season, which is also just starting this week. And another exciting part about doing podcasting about reality TV in the fall. So you could uh, follow my Survivor podcast at FeaturePassSurvivor.com. Um, also, I just did an interview with um, Michael Polite, who was a one episode wonder from the TV show Survive the Raft. Um, oh, you can check oh, that wow. interview out on YouTube. Yeah. And, um, and so we had a good time. Michael was, uh, it was very disappointing to only have him for a short time, but it was a great interview there. And then also, yeah, I'll be doing some, uh, survivor, uh, one-off coverage as well. Um, this Monday we'll be doing a, um, episode, uh, just covering the beginning of survivor on silent podcast as well. So yeah, just, I mean, obviously if you subscribe to silent podcast here, you will be seeing, you know, all of our content that we put out about all these reality TV mm-hmm. shows, which are fun, but that's, what's coming up for me. What about you, Mark? Um, yeah. Uh, so I just, uh, covered with Sabrina, um, the amazing races premiere, uh, last night and I'm very excited. She'll be out pretty shortly. I'll also be doing exit interviews for most of the cast for amazing races season. Um, except for a couple of weeks where I can't do it, but I'm very, very excited because I love amazing race. It's one of the few shows that you like more than survivor. Um, and, uh, follow me at Mark Levy 85 on everything. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking Lego masters with you all season long. It's so exciting. Cool. Well, Mark, I'm very glad to be here with you. So very excited to break down every episode here. Uh, can't wait for episode two. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.